Okay. Let's do this again. Welcome to the podcast that's strictly adults only, where we dive deep into the messy, marvelous world of parenthood and relationships. We're Meg and Dave. I'm Dave. And I'm Meg. And together we're here to talk about all the things you can't discuss in front of the little ones. As parents on this wild journey to reconnect, grow, and decompress, we're pulling no punches and holding nothing back. From the trials and tribulations of raising kids to the ups and downs of keeping the spark alive, we're sharing it all. The good, the bad, and the amusing. So pour yourself a glass of something strong, get out the good snacks, get comfortable, and let's get real about the roller coaster ride of mom and dad life. This is Mom and Dad After Dark, where we're spilling the tea, sharing the laughs, and leaving no topic off limits. That was pretty good. Yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah, not bad. Uh, welcome back. It is episode two. Uh, probably haven't named it yet. So, <coughs> welcome. Um, we can just go ahead and get started. Check in. Babe, how are you doing? I'm feeling a little sicky icky, uh, today. Gross. Yeah. That's probably... A little queasy, but... Besides that, yep. Still at, still at it. Still I gave you an out. It. I gave you an out. We didn't have to do this today. But you were like... Nah, bitch. Be doing. Yeah. Yeah. Proud of you. Gotta start somewhere. Yeah. I mean, you, you didn't have to call me a bitch in the process, but it's cool. It's whatever. But I, I didn't call you a bitch <laughs> in the process. <laughs> anyway. How are you? No. Uh, I'm all right. Um, I'm getting over being sicky icky. I'm still. Well, see, the problem was that I was mm-hmm. over being sicky icky, and then today just. Hit me in my stomach or something like that. I feel right. like I got a stomach bug or something. All right, well. I feel sicky and queasy. And we're back back to work and back to school tomorrow. Yep. Regardless of how we feel. Yep. The joys of adulthood and parenting. Which is what this podcast is about. Look at that. TM. Real- <laughs> relatable. TM. Trademark. (laughs) (laughs) We're gonna we're trademarking. (laughs) Trademarking being relatable. Yeah. By being adults. Mm Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that was our check-in. So I figured episode two, um, or actually you figured. Let me not take that from you. A good way to start this one would be just to continue on about ourselves. no one really knows us, it being be- uh, episode two. So yeah. I figured maybe even that would be a good idea, maybe at least in the beginning episodes, to just give a little, give a little bit more about us, maybe some past experiences and whatnot before we d- dive into any specific topics we want to talk about. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you want to go first. I go first. Uh, we can rock, paper, scissors this. Uh, yeah, in fact, let's do that. Rock, paper, scissors. Okay. You choose goes first. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Damn. Oh. So who do you want? So you're first. God. <laughs> That's what it means. I win. I yeah, know. You you win. You get to choose. You bullshit. Uh, you probably so, call me a bitch again. Yeah, I, I didn't call. Again. You bullshit again. <laughs> you. <laughs> I didn't call you a bitch the first time. I called myself the bitch. Um, so a bit more about us. Life goals and career goals. So... Uh, simply put, life goal is, of course, this family. If we can grow it just a little bit larger, uh, that'd be great. We're sitting at one kid, maybe one, maybe two more. Who knows what the future holds? It's a fuzzy future, uh, but uh, I'd like to have a positive outlook on it. And, of course, um, a home, mm-hmm. a house of our own. Maybe we can hit that in either the next year or the year after, preferably next year. Um and I mean, yeah, just uh, just like dream, medium, small to medium town, or outside of a town. Okay. Uh, neighbors, but like, you know, a good size yard. I'd rather have a large property than a large house, personally. Okay, I feel you. Only because then I would like to do more things. But I mean, it's like, what is your definition of a large house? Like a good standard what? three-bedroom house okay is fine 
three bedroom, two bath, three bedroom, three bath. I don't know. I'd say like a good four bedroom, two bath. Okay. Be a good size. You just like space though. I do like space. That's why I don't know if I could do tiny homes. I could oh, absolutely. Because the thing is, again, size of the house does not matter because if I have a large property, oh, I want, you know, more stay for this. Then we build extra. Put another plop of thing down on the land. Yeah. Build it out. And that way it's like, yeah, we have a tiny home, but we have like technically three to four tiny homes on this one piece of property. Yeah. You know, and then we can just connect them in, you know, with some nature, covered walk paths, things like that. So to get to, from one thing to another, you have to expose yourself to the outside world and you don't become recluse. Um, that's one of the advantages of I f- I've found over years of just research and watching other people do tiny homes. When you do a tiny home, you incorporate the yard truly into the home. So a lot of them have like garage doors or like really wide porch doors open up to allow like the air and it extends onto like a, a, okay, a, yeah, yeah, a porch or something. Yeah. So yeah, your living space is, <coughs> so, you know, closed, but once you open it up, it feels so much more open. And then of course you reconnect with nature or whatever. It's really probably hard to do that if you're like in a run down neighborhood in a tiny mm-hmm. home. Cause then yeah. it's like, I don't want to open the fucking door. Of that. Mm-hmm. But so the goal is to put it somewhere away from all that. And also Florida and like not very often you're going to want to open oh, hell no. a whole ass wall of your house. But a tiny home would be easier to keep cool. I would believe because it's tiny. Yeah, but Florida doesn't discriminate. So <laughs> it's like I don't give a fuck about your tiny home. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, see, you already got it over here. Yeah. But uh, yeah, home. Uh, I'd love to work in a yard, have a garage, tinker, things like that. Have the the space to stretch my legs. So that's kind of like my goals as far as like expansion, career goal. I think ultimately, I want to own my own business. I want to be my own boss. Ultimately. Because, I mean, yeah, you can make good money. Um, it's not like I have any real in-depth education or anything like that. So it's it's I'm going to be working for somebody else, and I'm always it's going to be a competition to work for somebody. Or I can just work for myself, put myself into it, feel accomplished after the success of a company instead of me contributing to the, somebody else's bank. Yeah. I'm contributing to ours. And the growth starts and ends with us. Mm-hmm. Um, I can incorporate you into that. I can incorporate maybe other family, but ultimately, it's just it's we. It's in our hands, mm-hmm. and that's what I want. Um, how to get to that point? I don't know. I'm one of those people that I have fifty million ideas. I've got fifty, you know, or so like half-ass skills. Um, but never really had the motivation or gumption to just put something or all my eggs in one basket. Maybe that's not the goal. Maybe it is. I need to diversify the portfolio and mm, see maybe. what sticks. But um, that's pretty much it for me, for at okay. least for now. Anyways. Okay. What about you? Your turn. Uh, life goals, about the same with you. Uh, uh, we hold out. we hold about the same <laughs> life goals. So you say one or two more kids i'm like okay i can do one or two more kids as long as it's not twins right off the bat i'm uh, I'm shooting for triplets yeah no yeah all three one or two more kids yeah that'd be nice um a house of our own that would be the nicest i can push the kids back a little bit further and let's get the house first um that's usually not how life works but yeah that's why we already have one and without a house (laughs) but yeah, so house, kids a little bit later. Um I guess career goals for me. Well, being that I'm currently a nursing student, obviously the medical field is the path that I'm taking. I have yet to decide and figure out how much further I want to take my nursing career. So I'm currently in school to be an LPN. So a practical nurse instead of an RN. Um, for those like me that don't know acronyms like that, what's an RN stand for? It's a registered nurse. Okay. So I would be a licensed practical nurse instead of a registered nurse. Though today in this day and age in 2023, they do the same things because of COVID. So they're really about the same, but we just got demonetized. Yeah. (laughs) But the pay rate or the, the pay is a little bit different, obviously, but yeah, so 
I haven't decided how far I want to take my uh, nursing career. I have thought a little bit into like becoming maybe an NP if I decide. Stop it. <laughs> Stop yeah, taking just, pictures just of me. Pictures. <laughs> if I decide that nursing is for me because just because I'm I'm going to school for it doesn't mean anything. Like I have a passion for nursing. I have a passion for taking care of people, but you hear the horror stories of nursing, and especially like first year new grad nursing. It's a lot of uh, horror stories. Horror but stories. Yeah. What kind of horror stories? I think it's I think it's mostly because it's younger females that go into nursing. Have to wipe an ass or something. Yeah, they have to wipe an ass. Maybe they have to put on a wound back or. A wound back. Yeah, a wound back is like a it's a machine that you would basically suction on to a big open wound of a body. So like there could be a gaping hole in your back and they would suction on um, kind of like foam Mm -hmm. and it gets put onto the wound and a vacuum suctions it. So it draws out any um, fluid from the wound to help it heal. Right. It's disgusting. It is disgusting. It's very Absolutely. disgusting. And unfortunately, my also my mind went like, has any like, what is it shaped like? What is what shaped like? A, the wound vac. Is it like a square? No, it's not like a. It's not like an actual vacuum. It's like they cut to, sh- they cut to size, like this foam, uh-huh. to whatever size the wound is. But it's generally like a rectangular, squared. It's just a bigger size so for how big the wound is. It's not actually sucking things out. No, it is sucking. Is it they a vacuum? put the they put. I guess I'm not describing I it very well. I'm so they confused. cut out a piece of foam, and they put it onto the wound, and then they it has this film, this plastic film that goes over it, and right in the middle is like a vacuum, essentially like a vacuum tube, right in the middle, and it suctions on to now this piece of foam and tape is like suctioned onto the skin onto the wound and it pulls out with like the tube mm-hmm. fluid okay. pus so yeah i think a lot of uh young females they get into nursing first year new grad um they are not expecting she wasn't ready yeah, they weren't they weren't ready for the nursing field, so but I haven't decided I haven't decided if I'm gonna go as far as some of the people in my uh, class currently. But I've thought about NP, which is a nurse practitioner, which means you're basically a doctor in nursing. Mm-hmm. As weird as that is to say, but yeah. Doctor yeah, nurse. There you go. That's my uh that's my career goals Thank ultimately. You, it's very undecided, as you can see. That's all right. Um I mean mine's not any clearer than that. I'm in management now. I'm in executive management right now. Um it's a struggle. Uh it's a struggle when you're doing that through small businesses. It's not like concrete feeling if you're in a larger corporation. Mm-hmm. Um and I've already said multiple times, I'm so tired of in and out of this that if it doesn't work out here, I'll, I'll just switch over to nursing. I'll just go to nursing school and just do that. So yeah. I just make the money. And then, you know, we'll see what happens there. Maybe, you know, I can still get into my own business if we can really just get some money in and start, you know, generating capital. And then we'll explore hey, Some those. people open their own, like, uh, IV clinics nurses i mean you have to be a registered nurse for that so you'd have to go a little bit further than what i'm doing currently that, yeah that, some people that's... open their own like iv clinics which is really weird personally i would never go to one even being in the medical field now i don't think i would ever go to one i just don't understand that like who's gonna like oh yeah i'm just gonna go it's gonna for, go do some I, honestly then... it's really i've noticed it's like celebrities celebrities that do it oh, it's posh shit it, kind of yeah it's like they have these nurses come like for celebrities it's they have the nurses come to them but this is like an ivy bar yeah it's basically like an ivy bar it's really fucking make it, we weird look, make it look hipster yeah. some neon lights it's like if the celebrity light. gets too drunk and they get hung over the mm-hmm. next day it's like bring the ivy nurse yeah. over and she'll i'll take we'll take a, a, a row of you. like cool led uh style pads 
put the ivy bag on top of it so it glows red or green or something or yeah. maybe red when it's full or vice versa green when it's full and then when it's empty it, it just like weight difference it turns red and that's when you know it's done and it's a cool little no, no, you can see through the bag. You I can know. see when it's That's done. I know, but then, but colors. Mm-hmm. Put some music, put some headphones on. Everybody's just, while yeah. they're getting rehydrated. Stay hydrated, stay hydrated, folks. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So, it's not like my shit's all concrete. So, no worries there. Um, any other, you got a career goal in there? Home life? Uh, home life. Home life. Of course, goals for our daughter is just I want to get her in a good area, keep her keep her on the straight and narrow. Um, she's got a lot of personality, a lot of sass, just like her mother. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, just happy and healthy. That's all I'm shooting for. Uh, parent first, friend after. You know, it's kind of my philosophy there. I would like to get her in the sports or something like that sometime oh, that soon. Are, that actually reminds me. I, I was talking to one of my friends in at school right right now, and she, her daughter, is in cheer, mm-hmm. and she tells me all about the competitions and stuff that her daughter goes to and is a part of. And I I, I ask her questions because like it intrigues me. It's not necessarily cheer that intrigues me. It's more of like sports in general. Like what does it, what do you paid like what does the budget for that look like with the time the energy and she does a lot oh yeah especially like when it's cheer season and she's like every single weekend there's like a competition and then it's like you got practice all throughout the week like it's very very busy mm-hmm. and then it's, yeah it's a lot like but i don't sister. i don't see her i don't see aspen going into cheer i mean eh, i don't really see her doing that yeah uh that's like my sister she <clears throat> Is every almost every single weekend as soccer competitions, so- uh, soccer, soccer, yeah, soccer competitions. Uh, no, not soccer. Wait, no, soccer. What the hell are you talking uh, about? Oh, my bad, my bad. My oh, bad. Not damn. Soccer. Softball, softball. Why did I even say soccer? I don't know. I don't know either. That's weird. Was she in soccer? She may have been in soccer at one point. Who? Lay. Um, but uh. no, I'm pretty sure. Anyways. Um, she does that almost. I mean, bad if uh, your sister listens to this and she's like, "She was never in soccer, know, you motherfucker." Maybe. I don't know. Whatever. Fuck off. <laughs> um, but no. Uh, you, I, you bring that up. It uh, makes me remember uh, earlier today. Uh, me and our daughter, uh, we went uh, to the mall, and what we do every time we walk around just to you know just get some exercise and walk in while you know. If Florida is being floored outside, so we mm-hmm. need some actual air conditioning. And uh, as it we was always, nice outside today, though. It, not around noon. It got it got sunny. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. And, and I don't care how you know less hot it is outside; it's still hot. Yeah. Um. So we went and walked around the mall, and of course, we walked by the ice skating rink, and she st- stood there on the edge just watching. Uh, there was one younger girl s- spinning and showing the other girl who was barely standing. Who fell a couple of times, and she was a larger girl than the other, and so you could tell she was embarrassed. But Aspen was just mesmerized. She always is. Yeah, and then um, she she looked at me and said, "You know, can I? I want to ice skate." And I said, "Hold on, come here." And we walked around. I went up to the front desk, and you know, I picked up some of the information there. Some classes are starting soon. It's not the worst price for like. What are the prices? It's like uh, what is it? A hundred plus. For like five weeks or ten oh, weeks, not bad. Like it's not, especially not when bad. we're paying like almost a hundred, if not more, a week for yeah. schooling. Shit, yeah, that's not bad. We would just have to take I some. Don't know, for some reason, I was thinking it'd be like fifty bucks, like a week, or like I thought they would charge by like mm-hmm. the lesson. No, yeah, type we of got thing, the, I know? got the information over there, and I'm sure there's more if you want to do private lessons if she wanted to. Um, I would not mind doing that at all. And we could even do like a, a thirty-five dollar walk-in class. Show up, pay $35, and have one class. So to see if she even wants to try it. Yeah. Though even the buy-in for five weeks is not that bad. So Because no. I don't know how well she's going to enjoy it after only one day. Yeah. Maybe you need to get a couple of times. Maybe we need to pay a little extra. Is it like weekends? It's weekends. Well, there's okay. like Mondays, Wednesdays, and Saturdays. Okay. So obviously the Saturdays would be the most, you know, applicable to us. Yeah. 
um, unless you no. No, it really no, literally need to yeah, be Saturdays. Literally isn't all of, it would have to be Saturdays. So we can do that. And she should be able to fit. Uh, it's free rentals for the class and the practice okay. days if you're already paying for that. So it's not like we have to go get her equipment. She should already have, other than maybe an outfit or something. Yeah. But she should be all right. And then if she likes it, then we can maybe, you know, invest a little bit more into it. Okay. But so we should really ch- uh, think about that yeah. maybe for this coming up fall slash winter season. Yeah. So there's that. Just throwing that in there. You know, a random anecdote, I guess, from today. Today's adventures. We also... You know, while we're on the topic, we rode a train. I sent you a video. Rode the train for the first time since every single time we've ever walked there, I've always said no. I went up there. I'm like, what's you know, what's the price? It's only three fifty a person. Oh, it's not bad. It's not bad at all. So I was like, ah, whatever. And it's like ten bucks for that jumpy thing. Didn't do that. Figured that would be more enjoyable if you were there. So I'll wait. Maybe next time we go to the mall, we'll go ahead and do that one bungee thing if she's even like big enough for it. Yeah. But I figured I'd give her the the train ride since she was doing so well. Um, and she, I mean, you saw the video. She did not stop talking the entire time. She was like, look over here. Yeah. Look over here. What about this? Look at that. What is wrong with him? Why is he stopping? Then she started waving to everybody. Then she realized no one was waving back. And I'm like, you just keep at it. Keep persistent. You'll get somebody. And then sure enough, somebody just waved and she was just face lit up. <laughs> so happy that she got waved back. And then she wouldn't stop waving. So she, she had a really good time with that. I had a really good time with that. So that was good. Made my day. Um, but yeah, that's it. That's uh, I think that's good. A little bit more about ourselves, some goals yeah. here, and probably not all of our goals. And we can deep, you know, dive deeper into some of them later on. Um, so I I did want to ask as a you know just uh ideas for topics. So that's always going to be a challenge for us if we wanted to make this at all interesting outside of just really deep diving deep into our own thoughts and each other's thoughts and or maybe even the drama surrounding our relationship all the time. Um, but I'd like to say, no, I mean, it's true. The drama surrounding a relationship no, I mean, all the I, time. I mean, all the time. I think all relationships do. I don't, honestly, I do not buy into anybody that doesn't. If so, then, you know, sure. But I mean, if you're really being honest with yourself, you got some shit. Uh, relationships are not fucking butterflies and rainbows. It's not always good all the time. Some would even say that it's more valleys than peaks, you know? And it's, it's what you do with those peaks, how you perceive those, you know, the struggle to get to that. Like you, there's value in that. There's value in the struggle. Um, personally, I believe maybe not all the struggles, maybe some of them are, you know, it really does feel senseless, but I try to walk away from all struggles in my life with some sort of knowledge. You, you looking at me like you're a bunch of bullshit. I'm just listening. Yeah. She, she's very skeptical face on her face guys. Um, so, uh, so to try to give some positive, some, some, some thoughts, I, I looked up some topics here and there, but then I came up with one kind of, in a sense, um, name one or more, if you have some more positive childhood <laughs> memories or events or things that happen in your childhood that you have a fond memory of. No matter how minuscule, mm-hmm. stupid, random thing, place, you know, one of those person, place things, anything. Just name, you know, talk about it. Give me some feedback, something I may already know. Maybe I don't know. Mm-hmm. So we all may learn something together. So go ahead. Start with that. Uh, the first thing, I guess, that comes to mind, um, positive childhood memory. Well, being that I was raised by a single mother. Mm-hmm. Um didn't have too much family around. It was really just my mom and us kids, and that was really just it. Mm. Um, so she didn't she didn't have a lot of money, so we didn't really get to you know go out and do a lot of things and theme parks and dinners and stuff like that. So she kind of just worked with what we had type of uh, situation. Mm. But I f- remember fondly. Is that the right? Am I saying that correctly? Yeah. Fondly? Yeah. I fondly remember? Fondly remember, remember. All I remember, fondly. like, I feel like saying fondly makes it look like I'm, like, fondling somebody. So yeah. I am, and yeah. I'm, like, picturing, like, grabbing your titties. I mean, feel free. I mean, you don't have to picture them. They're right here. <laughs> Go for it. But, okay, so, like, a fond memory. Um, my mom, like, on the weekends would pack up, like, a, a hard lunchbox of, like, drinks and sandwiches and chips and snacks and stuff like that and we'd 
go to like a park or a beach. Generally, it was like a park. And we'd have like a lunch, like a picnic at a park. And we would do that pretty regularly. I remember um, one summer. <laughs> it's gonna make, this is going to make me sound like I really had a horrible, very poor childhood. PBS. Which I did. PBS. PBS. <laughs> but so there was this summer that um, my mom didn't have the money to pay the electric bill. So we didn't have... Um, electric for like a month and a half during the summer so it was miserable but again then again i was like what like 10 11 at the time so how many of years ago that was it was cooler don't get me wrong it's it's still still hot it's still florida but i feel like it was cooler out that many years ago but yeah so it was like a summer we didn't have we didn't have ac or anything like that so we went out more Mm -hmm. To like parks and stuff like that where there was shade and you're not just trapped inside of a building with no airflow so we do that even more often but yeah <laughs> that's my fond memory all right all right yeah <laughs> is that only one do you want to bring up one? i didn't have many fond memories okay oh, Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. it's fucking dark i was trying to be positive damn it. asking me what some uh, negative <laughs> memories are and i can bring you a list all right well that's not on this topic for okay. today so Jesus. All right. Well, I mean, kind of the goal with this is to see if the fond memory that you would be able to bring to the table would be something that we can either recreate, bring back, you know, do mm-hmm. again. So, I mean, that makes it fucking easy, I guess. It makes it very we, fucking easy. Picnic at the park. I mean, we go to the park all the time. Let's just add food to it. So that's fine. Fond memories around me usually are around food. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, let's shit, you know, stay tuned. I'm trying I'll to just, think, like, other fond memories i really don't maybe i really I, don't know maybe if i bring up some now of course i had a bit more connected family yeah so i i yeah i obviously experience a lot more in that realm and that's where a lot of my positive memories come from um one i always come back to when if ever there's like what is those childhood things is it's food and it's usually a buffet i'm not even kidding oh my i was God. a fat kid we're a fat family i come from a fat family um, and I was a fat kid, and all the way up until, like, late teens, early 20s, I was fat. Um, and I would still argue that I've got some... But some now you got gut. the beatus. I got the beatus now. But um, no fault of my own. Totally. Totally not my fault. Um, except for the ice cream. Yeah. But anyways, uh, so buffets, and specific ones that just aren't around anymore. Mm-hmm. I think it was, if I remember right, it was, like, Orion's, like, Steakhouse Buffet does not exist anymore i knew only of one it was like somewhere in largo clearwater area i don't remember exactly i might even be saying it wrong but that was one of those just fucking amazing american style buffets like better than cracker not cracker barrel golden corral Mm -hmm. like golden corral ain't shit compared to what you know this was um and of course shoney's Mm -hmm. childhood they're still around. They, you just have to travel north. <clears throat> There's like one in Orlando yeah. and then like Georgia, Tennessee. South Carolina, Tennessee, North Carolina, all of them. They still have Shoney's. So that was one of those childhood things where mom says um, that it was the only way to get us to eat breakfast sometimes. And for a time, for a, quite a while, that one of us, they we, weren't, we were just not eating for some reason. And we would only end up eating if we went to Shoney's. So she would take us to Shoney's. I just I, remember. I, I swear I remember her saying it was your little brother. No, I don't think Shoney's was around. No? It, yeah, Shoney's wasn't around. Well, if it, wasn't, if it wasn't your little brother, then it was you. I, I thought remember. it was my sister. I know that was the only way I would eat, like, grits, is mm-hmm. when I started eating grits was from there. And then these, one of, like, other than when you smash all the food together, like I normally do now for breakfast, mm-hmm. the only other way I would eat my breakfast would be scrambled eggs smothered in cheese sauce. Okay, but no, I do think it was your sister. Yeah, I think it was my sister that yeah. was having the issues we eat, yeah. but it was me. I was just, I just wanted scrambled egg and cheese sauce. So that's like literally yeah. like a fond memory, which probably triggers like why I want buffets all the time. I'm Maybe. Like, like, let me have a buffet. And I'm like, I'm hoping to rekindle and like reignite that passion that I have for buffets, but all we have left are Chinese buffets. Mm-hmm. So and they're it's just not like, great. They're okay. They they scratch they scratch scratch they scratch that itch for like un like unending portions of food. Which me and my family we were all like 
two to three plate minimum of food before dessert to make it worth the price. It was just my dad like instilled in me like he's still like I ha I have him in my mind over my shoulder or like across the table saying you better go get another plate. <laughs> you better go get another plate. Don't you dare order soda. It's water. Everyone's getting water. So I always just like plague in my head. But uh, love you, dad. Um, but that it's like food related things. Okay. Other than that, it's like that. Uh, just family, family get togethers. Get -togethers. Yeah. yeah, that's just like I enjoyed those. Those that that's why it's like I want to you know entertain to an extent. You know, have a couple of buddies come over, just chill, not go anywhere, go crazy, do anything. Just just come over. Yeah. You know, um, it's just I I've, I do have a little bit of that void now. Not to say that I don't love having a small family. Absolutely, I do. You know, you, me, and our daughter, and maybe potentially a couple more here or there. But that's totally fine. But it does leave that wanting for like, hey, you know, it'd be cool if somebody just came over. Yeah, I get you know, that. Just chill. We didn't have to clean up house or anything like that. Like, hey, you know what the fuck it looks like here. You know, just come on in, chill. Um, or we're eating dinner. Like, hey, you ain't doing anything? Come on over, you know? Yeah, we got we got plenty for everyone. Um, not right now, obviously, because we're trying to do better with the eating habits. It just makes me feel like I had even more of a poor childhood than you, because like, okay, you're telling me you're telling me like food and going out and having family, and I'm thinking like the other memory that pops my mind is like, okay, so I think I was like maybe six or seven, so my little brother was five or six because he's a year younger than me um we lived in this area that had this hill and our next door neighbor was one of my mom's um like childhood friends and he had like horses and he had the big like uh corn buckets like these are like huge buckets of like serial killers like dissolve human beings in like you know the, the big ass like, yeah, yeah, like tall they, like five foot like buckets yeah. well he had barrels or barrel yeah like barrel drum type things he had those and so he lived on a hill and he had a bunch of these things they were empty and like us like my siblings and i would get inside of the barrel at the top of the hill and push each other down so it's just like tumbling in this fucking barrel yeah, all the way to the end of the hill it was. It was very. Yeah, so that's my uh, second. Is your second child fondled? Fondled. <laughs> Chatted oh, memory. Uh oh. That's not oh, good. Oh, God. That's not good at all. Yeah, just rolling down a hill in a bucket. In a bucket. <laughs> and going so to parks because we didn't have AC. I mean, <laughs> we, we've got a, we got a park with a hill. Yeah, we do, actually. We do. It's, yeah. uh, was it Seminole Lake? Lake Seminole. Lake Seminole, whatever. Um, so we just need to find a five-gallon five bucket. No, it's bigger than five gallons. You what the hell? I, don't know. I said like it was five foot. Five. It's foot, about like five foot tall. Like it was like. Gallon, I don't know how many gallons, gallon. but definitely right. more than five gallons. All right, maybe we can find one to rent. If maybe. not, I'm about to like open up a business. But tell me how fun that would be getting inside a bucket and buy just rolling down them, a hill. Make them padded, and then rent them out to people. Yeah. For like an hour. You so know? it'd be like sleigh rides, but. Yeah, barrel rolling. Like, yeah, barrel rolling for kids. For kids. And we'll just set up every day at the park. We have a little course, uh, like a, a straight path down. You just stick flags up at the bottom, and then just people pay, you know, charge people a couple bucks to just roll down some hills in a, you know, in a bucket. Sa safety bucket. <laughs> Give them some helmets and whatnot, and, you, you know, just, you know, get on down the down yonder up the hill. Down, down yonder, down up, yonder the hill. up the hill. We'll call it. <laughs> Down, down yonder, yonder up, up the, the hill. hill. <laughs> You're welcome. Million dollar idea. Yeah, See, this is my TM problem. that too. <laughs> TM that right now. Doing it right now. And click. Um, any other childhood memories on my end other than food and family? That's usually, God, I mean, that is literally all like my fondest memories. Uh, video yeah. games uh, always played a good role in something fond and memorable memorable what about memorable. uh you were in band as a teenager fond uh yeah. memories there uh, you went to china travel. yeah see it's the traveling portion of it. yeah marching band was great having the skills you know and is again it was just because you got to hang out with your buddies 
and it was an extension of that you know it's school you're hanging out with your friends in school and then now you get to hang out after school yeah with friends so it's like that extracurricular activity i absolutely believe in every kid should just have one mm-hmm. sport music drama chorus whatever it is just get out there make sure your kid is involved in something like i get it everybody these days are afraid to have their children with other people and other people's children but it helps build character and confidence and because you're not going to be able to share uh shelter them from everything no they're going to be exposed they're going to be in you know things are going to be impressed upon them it's just our job to make sure they get as much exposure as possible and then we can explain that exposure yeah uh so but it was fucking wonderful we got to travel um that's one of the things i would absolutely love to do is travel travel all three of us uh you know everywhere all over the united states if we ever given the opportunity to go across seas again absolutely 100 mm-hmm. percent. let's do it i'm down um i went to china i'd like to go again i could fill up several episodes of podcasts just talking about my ex- you know freaking experiences in china for a week mm-hmm. that was oh you guys were there for a week we, we like four or five days okay like four or five days it was over some sort of break i think okay. i could be wrong i'm pretty sure it was though. Yeah, so i don't think i could do that plane ride that's long it is is two hours to virginia one or two hours to virginia and then 16 hours yeah nope that's the 16 that got me now see now that was i believe we did trans-siberian so and they don't do trans-siberian anymore and that's where you go over the north pole over russia into china so we got to see the north pole it's crazy and it i mean i've never seen like you want to talk about like ultra clear video like just opening your window that was crystal clear what did it look like white oh so it was just white there was I mean, no like i mean blue sky oh so it was during the day yeah oh okay. blue sky white snow. i mean but it was very clear like mm-hmm. you could see the detail it wasn't just blinding white it was it was just white but then you could see like that's crazy I mean, yeah, I couldn't explain it well enough. Obviously, I didn't see no polar bears or anything like that. But I mean, it damn, was, you didn't see no polar bear. I didn't you didn't see, see no the Coca Cola polar bear. Sorry, guys, no Santa. Um, not there, anyways. Maybe it was a few miles to the left or something. Not out <laughs> my window. Maybe it's on the other side of the planet. Yeah, probably. Could be wrong. It's like a whole fucking economy, village, everything. Yeah. Everybody on that side has got their windows down. They're like, we're missing it. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's wonderful experience. I would love, absolutely love, to make sure our daughter gets to experience that make sure you get to experience things like that just random play i would rather do go places and get experiences than buy stuff yeah same absolutely that's why again tiny home mentality for me is just like that is just like your your base of operations your headquarters what i want is experiencing outside of that and the world i get that but i want to have for her shoes I want to have a bigger home. I want to have thousands. like room to grow, room to just room because we've been together for how many years and we've had no room. Yeah. So no. it's like I want room. I want space. I want I want to be able to like move in a kitchen and not be bumping sh- like elbows and shoulders and like basically your brother's house. I want that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, my brother or sisters, I would be happy with. Well, either. yeah, either or. I'm not saying like one's better than the other, but like not to end, no, throw some envy at our my siblings, but I mean, y'all got some nice kitchens. I'm yeah, jealous. we're jealous. Um. Okay. So yeah. All right. I think that's good. With that, we can always revisit that at a later time and in a later episode. Um. Yeah. But so I think you wanted to bring a topic to the table today. What is that? So, I did some research on. Um, the five different types of love languages and so let me just tell you what the first the yeah, what they are first a, so a summary of the article yeah or well i'm gonna go down the the five the list of the five Excuse so me over here. your number one first love language is words of affirmation so obviously it's very self-explanatory it's the the adoring words to your partners, the, you know, the, the words, affection, Mm -hmm. affirm, affirming your, you know, your partner. And then you got, uh, the second one is acts of service. So it's, 
the the article says shoveling her driveway during the winter, <laughs> but I don't know if that means if that's something sexual. Hey, I can't I tell. Will shovel your, driver, <laughs> your driveway during any season, sweetie. <laughs> so doing the dishes for your partner, and you know, I don't know. I'm not so much an active service type of love language type of person. I mean, I guess yes and no, but that's not my love language. So we got um, gifts is number three, quality time is number four, and then physical touch is number five. I think for us, I think physical touch is probably number one for love language for each other. It's the the rubbing of the hand while we're holding and, you know. It's that fact that I've been rubbing your foot majority of this uh, yeah. episode. See, the thing, the only thing is, like, you know I don't like you rubbing fucking one spot over yeah, and over. Where I'm like, it. oh, it makes it feel like my skin is numb and it, like, my favorite. hurts and it itches. and love doing it. Like, it doesn't, but, like, in my head it does. I feel like you know? that's my love language. Pissing me off? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely <laughs> is. Off. Oh, God, it's turning numb and itching. It's my favorite. So, I wanted to get your opinion on um, love language. So, what is your love language for me? What do you do for me love language-wise? Okay. And how does that differ from my love language to you? So, active service. When you say active service, like, I, we've, we've touched on this before. And we've, you know, even debated on that because, you know, obviously, because you're not me, I'm not you. We think about things differently. We think about what we do every day is different, mm-hmm. you know. Now, I'm not saying I have responsibilities, but I feel like part of my responsibilities are my love language. It is how I show my love for someone. Obviously, you are the someone. Um, I've taken responsibility of you and our daughter into our lives, in our, into my life. And how I show that, showcase my love, of course, is me just wanting to be, the take on the mantle of, the provider mm-hmm. and it, it's again it's not I'm like well it's no shit that's your job you know it's kind of thing like well yeah but it's i want that it is a desire it's a choice i choose to do that um i we in the very beginning i even we had this conversation it's like i want you to go to school i want you to achieve your dreams and in order for that to work i have to bust my ass and make sure bills are paid roof overhead I'll do whatever I got to do to make that happen if it kills me. And so that is part of my love, love language is, is that desire to provide, the desire to shoulder responsibilities. Uh, my example, of course, always being my father. My, my dad has always been that, that image and the way he's always, you know, even explained it to me as a father should be, as a husband should be, is Atlas. Mm-hmm. Uh, Greek mythology, Atlas was cursed or designated as the person who he would have to carry the weight of the world on his shoulders mm-hmm. you know, personified that he's literally carrying the world um now i'm not carrying the world i'm carrying my worlds my worlds are of course you and our daughter yeah. so i'm carrying my world being you two on my shoulders so your success my success your failure my failure i am the one who is shielding you and her as much as i possibly can keep you afloat uh, so, of course, you could achieve your dream. So she, of course, can have a live, live a happy, fulfilled life, both of you. Um, so I absolutely equate that as part of my love language. Now, mm-hmm. can I rely solely on that? Do I falter in other areas? Absolutely. It's, But I don't. It, it is hard because that takes a lot for me. Um, but, uh, yeah, touch. Touch helps both of us. Um, we're constantly in an emotional state. I would say both of us are that challenges our ability to express that the way we probably should, what we'd probably like to. Mm-hmm. It's small things, <clears throat> rubbing your foot randomly in the same spot over and over again, even though I know you hate it, mm-hmm. where you're like, oh, rub my back. So I rub that same spot over and over again. Yeah, because you know though, I hate it. Even though I hate it, not because I know you hate it, even though, like regardless, I'm just going to do it. Because you know I hate it. Yeah. Yeah, it's my favorite. Scratch the back of your head. I'll do that every once in a while. Every like once that. in a while. I do like it. Yeah, you do like that part. I know as long as you don't like, because you like to do that, 
See, I, this is the thing: is your your acts of uh, service, your your love language. Mm-hmm. You you started off so great, and then you like, it's like you you can't continue the greatness. You have to piss me off at some point I in do, there. So I it's don't. like I'm thinking like, yeah, I do love when you scratch my hand. Like you put your hand and you scratch it with your fingernails. But then it's like then you start twisting your fingers around and yeah. twisting yeah. and then start pulling now you've knotted the fucking back of my hair I, didn't knot it. I was getting out the knots you just yeah have okay hair. no absolutely i do that you'll start rubbing my back so soft and I'm so trying to run my gently through your and hair. then you'll start rubbing the same spot because you know i hate it oh i'm still stuck on the hair thing i try to run my fingers through oh don't your you hair fucking even because in my mind i grew up with like oh women like that it's so sexy it's so beautiful yeah but then i'm like not not and me, I'm not gentle with it. Absolutely, I'm. Yeah, just, you're not. I'm like, just pull my fingers. Yeah, through. That, that's and not how you do it at all. It's sexy. You like it's it. It's not. <laughs> you love it. Um, but yeah, uh, touch. I guess. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, is a is part of our love language. Um, quality time. Quality time. Yeah. Uh, it's me. I don't need to do anything with you specifically. I enjoy playing my video game. I don't need, you know, you to leave me alone. You don't need to be in there. I have no problem with you just being on the bed or on the chair, just chilling on your phone, on the computer, scrolling, whatever it is you're reading. Um, and I could just uh, just play my video game, no problem. I could play like that for hours or watch a movie yeah. or even vice versa. Just on my phone scrolling, you scrolling on the couch, and we're not doing anything of port importance. And sometimes in the process, I, you know, again, my handle go to your foot and i'll rub your foot or something like that in the same spot piss you off um but that's what i love i love being around you i don't need we don't even need to talk as long as it's silence with like no bursts as long as it's silence with no like feeling of like dread or mm-hmm. anger irritation obviously if we're silent like that that's a whole different air about it a whole different weight in the air and i absolutely just i fucking hate that um that'll fucking get me going real good just same with you i believe you're going how no not in a good way you're uh, so, so it doesn't get the blood flowing no 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 stop playing with my dick with your damn feet <laughs> um you thought you were slick uh no uh that bothers the shit out of me but um when we're just like feeling good where nothing inherently is wrong right now and it's just like we're just chilling or maybe it's been a long day, but a long and good day, yeah. and we're just chilling. That fucking kicks ass. That is, those are highlights about the relationship. Those are the peaks to me. It doesn't need to be this grand gesture, crazy fucking event that we're like, oh my God, I really love you. It's like, it's literally just us two fucking vegging out, eating fast, like slobs, looking like slobs, chilling on the couch, on the phone, on the game, on the movie, talking shit over a movie. Because we think it's absolute shit, you know, or I'm over here trying to share something from my fucking childhood. And you're like, wow, you're fucking old because yeah. I'm trying to show you something Which from the most 90s. most everything. Yeah, pretty much anything that's before like 2008 you think is fucking old. Wow. <laughs> even though I was born in the 90s. Yeah, barely. End oh, of don't 90s. you fucking even. End of 90s. Y'all don't count. I'm pretty sure. Actually, I'm pretty sure it doesn't count. What do you mean it doesn't count? Yeah, so you're not a millennial. No, I'm not a millennial, but I was still born in the 90s, Whatever. so... That doesn't count. You were a baby in the 90s. Well, just imagine if I was born in 2000 and imagine saying your wife was born in 2000. Yeah, does wouldn't. it sound better to say 98? Yeah, it does sound okay, better. Okay, so that's shut the is. fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. But, uh, yeah, that's... Okay, I, so my... I'm going to skip over you. <laughs> skip over me? Like, cut you off. Oh, okay. Go for it. But you're making fun you of how young I am. I didn't make fun of Even how Even though I'm you not young anymore. I'm... Halfway to 30, you're so there you uh, go. I say not young. Our, our daughter now says that you're the age that she has grown. Like, she's that's the age she wants to be when she grows up. Yeah, it's 25. So you're old now. It's hilarious. That's it. Which is very random why she would think 25. Why 25? Well, she says she's also grown up at the age of four. I think uh, it's five. because, so my birthday just passed, mm-hmm. and she, like through the whole month of October, she asked me, How old are you turning? Or how old are you? And I would say 24 before I turned 25. I'm in the background saying old. Yeah. She's old. So I don't know. Maybe, I don't know. It's weird that the number 25 is sticking to her so hard. Well, that and five. 
That and five, yeah. Again, we were at the mall today. Like, she's been for the past, you know, couple of weeks, she's been saying, you know, oh, you know, I want to get my ears pierced. She wants to get her ears pierced. And I'm like, all right, let's go get your ears pierced. I'm ready to go. Let's do it. And she's like, no, not right now. I kill you. (laughs) I don't want to hear it. Bring my fucking kid back with her ears pierced and I didn't even get to experience it. I'm just saying, like, I try to. And she's like, no. No, when I'm grown up. I'm like, well, when are you going to be grown up? She's like, when I'm five. And I'm like, that's in a year. Why do you think five years old means you're grown up? She's like, I'm like, but I really want to get ears pierced. And she was pointing out all the earrings. I'm like, well, yeah. let's go, eh? Let's go. I almost said it. I almost said her name. Yeah. You got to stop doing that. But, like, I just, I think I think it's astounding that she both thinks five and 25 are both grown up. Hey, we, pro- we probably thought that when we were five and 25. <laughs> Yeah, probably. Or you were 25 a long time ago, so. Shut the hell up. Okay, so my my love language, I would, for like, my love language towards you. So I'm thinking back, I said acts of service, I don't think so, so much. But no, honestly, I think that really is my main one, is acts of service. So, like, I'm reading this thing, and it, um, and it says, like, in your home, you could be proactive and do something that eases your person's daily grind. Why not take on the chore that everybody avoids? Uh, whether it's cleaning everybody the oven, me. the litter box, blah, 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 blah. So, dishes, taking out the trash. No, hey, hold on. Because for some reason, everybody in this house no, loves that, but then it's taking out the trash. Day, hey, I don't want to take this out today. You do it. And I'm like, yeah, but the, the, that's the yesterday? thing. It's like, the that's, like the second, that's like the second bag of the day for some reason. I mean, I don't know. I, didn't I don't know how the trash gets so bad. I didn't contribute to the first bag. I was out at work all night. Whatever, though. So, yeah, acts of service, I would say, yeah, because although I don't do it every day and not even, like, every week, I feel like when I do it, making your lunch. So, like, I feel so proud of myself. (laughs) It's weird. I feel so proud of myself when I make your lunches and, like, yeah, they're, like, kind of shitty now because it's all healthy food. So, it's, like, mmm, good old cucumbers and tuna salad and at work three boiled like, eggs coming back with like arby's yeah. and burger king and i mean really that's not oh the ac stuff. kicked on i feel it oh, you nice. feel it yeah. <laughs> so yeah acts of service would be like you know making your lunch and like folding your clothes <laughs> fuck you <laughs> it's like i like i do your laundry like i fold your clothes and i put it away like certain things like it's it's strange because it mm-hmm. it makes me proud of myself, I guess, because like I have the idea of um, traditional roles in you know. You dance on that line. I dance. That's that's the problem. Is I dance so hard, and because I'm like, and I blame my mom for this. I love the idea of tr- traditional values uh, for husband and wife. So the husband works take care is provides protects the family makes the decisions blah 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 and then the wife she takes care of the kids and takes care of the household cooks cleans takes care of the husband like traditional values things that you don't the, see the nowadays yeah i dance on that line because like i want that but i was raised by a single mother who is a very loud voicey person and I feel like throughout the years I've kind of grasped more at that than I had previously done for some reason so like it's hard because I'm like I feel like to have those traditional values you really now I'm not saying you have to have a dom sub relationship in the household but at the same time like those traditional values the women did tend to be more submissive to their husband than not. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah, they did, quote, unquote, finger, you know, whatever you call those finger quotes. Air quotes. Air quotes, like finger, finger bunnies, whatever finger, you call them. <laughs> finger, I'm like, they what now? What were they doing? <laughs> they, um, they obeyed their husbands mm-hmm. or whatever you want to call it. They listened better. They took direction better like that's hard for me to do that's hard for me to be submissive because i'm like not really you're loud only with you like not with other people like 
any people that we know that would watch this, they'd be like, wow, kind of a different personality. But I don't know. Yeah, you're loud. Only with you, though. Everyone that listens to this and either knows her or doesn't know her, she's loud. Yeah. You know, when you, you, it's, it's definitely like a, instead of a dom sub, it's like a dom and then wannabe dom. Yeah. And you're the wannabe dom. Yeah, you are absolutely (laughs) wannabe dom. Um, I am, I am a more aggressive type. And, but the problem is like you are an aggressive type that wants to be submissive. Yeah. That's a problem. Or maybe a submissive type that wants to be aggressive. One of them. Maybe we can. I'm like a mixture of aggressive, submissive. Mm-hmm. But wants to be submissive. You you want to be dumb, but then certain dumb things you're like, yeah, I don't want to do that. No, I don't want to be dumb. Is the thing I want to be submissive, but you have dumb tendencies. I have dumb tendencies. Like I'm not quiet. I'm not. I don't obey no. necessarily. No, you don't. You don't necessarily. Shut the fuck up. Shit. You don't fucking obey. So shit. like that's hard. Like I don't know, but yeah, yeah. So my acts of service, like my love language, I guess it kind of is acts of service. It's, yeah. I like to take care of. I like to yeah. show my affection by doing things for you. Now, with that said, and let me ask, and I'm not trying to call you out, call you to the carpet or anything like mm-hmm. that. Right? Now, when you say you like the acts of service, that's your love language. But I feel like I, I want to yeah, ask I'm the question. Yeah, I'm squinty you. That's fine. That's fine. I deserve it. It's fine. Uh, but... Can you? I'm gonna ask the question, but then answer. Just it. ask it. Can you just ask like your fucking it, question? But then bitch about it. Or, oh, sorry. shut the Come, fuck I'm, no, up! <laughs> just, let me. Obviously, you can. Okay. Because Continue. I do believe you like it. I do believe you like actors. Because I'm gonna. Uh, yeah, explain gonna, myself. Oh, that's fine. That's fine. But I do believe you also like. There's, I think, still limitations. Yes. Okay. Look at you. Calm down. Look Come you. on. You're ready to fight me already. Hold that punch, please. Pull it back. Um, no, it's just, you do, you have limitations. You don't want to be taken advantage of. And if there's moments in time that you feel like I take advantage of the fact that you are, are sh- giving that service, mm-hmm. you will absolutely loot, go off the deep end or at least express your irritation and frustration with it. Do you believe that? What? Do you believe that? Or are you like speaking on the logical side? Like I could imagine this probably is it, but. Like a logical side, that or do you believe that? My brain operates on logical side, so I believe it because I'm saying it. But what I'm telling you is, I believe that you may feel this way. Like I'm trying to understand you. Yeah. Okay. Basically, yeah, that is that is it. Like I do like doing these things for you. I do like to be. I like to show my love by taking care of you. And doing things I know you wouldn't necessarily do for yourself, but also doing things that make your life easier. So making the lunches, doing, you know, folding, hanging all of the laundry, like pressing your clothes if you need them pressed. Yeah, like, I fucking hate all of them. I know. Yeah, I refuse. Like I will cutting your clothes. hair. Like I will leave the clothes so many in things. the basket. I will pay somebody or I will look like a god straight up homeless man for like and two that's, And that's the thing. That's like that's part of my love language is you will let your beard go and you will let it get all scraggly and, and, I'm and you don't even care. And I'm balding and it grows on the sides and barely on top. So it looks bad. And you don't care. And I'm like, no, know, like man. we need, like you will feel better. You feel more confident when every you look clean. When you and every up. single time you are there, you are flexing in the fucking mirror. Time, getting that, that, my, my, pushing the eyebrow the up, eyebrow. flexing. We, we made sure that I'm like, slit mm-hmm. is there. Got the, the chin jutting out, you know. Yeah. That mustache is just that right shape. Perfect shape. Yeah, yeah, this last time was really I good. I actually start looking like I'm Puerto Rican. Yeah, you do. Like, I can only look Puerto Rican when I'm... Fresh, clean, Fresh, clean, clean lined up. It's really the lip, honestly. The, I'm going to say it's the lip. I got those Puerto Rican lips. You do have them big old juicy Puerto Rican lips. Goddamn right I do. They're just hidden behind my white trash beard, usually. Yeah. Yeah. My beard is white trash when it's fully grown. It's got to be lined up and shortened up. But back to what you were saying real quick Uh-oh. before we wrap it up, probably. Oh, um, what did I do? Yeah, I feel like in a sense, yeah. Um, it's not what well, I guess it would be kind of like feeling the feeling of being taken advantage of. It's not that I don't like. It's not that I just bitch and complain because I don't like doing it. I do like doing Forgive it. Forgive me for saying bitch and complain. Just continue to listen. Okay. 
it's not that I don't like doing because I do like doing the things that I do and I do enjoy making your life easier and seeing the reaction of life being easier you know in a way but it's like it's not necessarily taking advantage of I wouldn't say taking advantage of the like that feeling I would be I would equate it more to taking it for granted maybe no I would say not being reciprocated so it's not, I don't feel like I'm being taken advantage of. I mean, put, it kind of is in the same it's, category. It's tough and you're not wrong, but it's one of those things where if our love languages aren't the same, mm -hmm. you're wanting it reciprocated in your love language. And that's where it's hard because that isn't my love language. That isn't how I show you love. Now, can I do better at, obviously doing stuff around the house reciprocating the acts that you are committing yes and i i pass and fail on a lot of those i'm like sometimes i'll do good and sometimes i'll be absolute shit but it's i think my mental like the way i need to approach it or maybe i need to think about it or maybe we need to come to an understanding one day of is you want it reciprocated in your love language but that's not necessarily my love language so how do we come to that how do we get to that middle ground where you're just wanting me to do the things that you're doing, but because you're doing those things because that's your love language, because I that's how you express it. I get what you're saying. I absolutely get what you're saying, but it's like, it's not necessarily, I want you to do the things that I'm doing. Cause I'm not saying I need you to pack a lunch for me though. We have talked about yes, this. Well, as soon as you, and you said on the different schedule than I am, God damn you. Which was, you said this like, I swear to God, like a year ago, I'm going to make your lunch tomorrow. I'm gonna, yep. and you better eat it. Baby, I'm still going to, and I'm I've been fucking waiting for I'm that lunch for a year. Okay. I'm going to get you that lunch, baby. Lunch, <laughs> but it's not that I want you to do the things I do because I don't expect you to fold my laundry. And I wouldn't want you to anyways. I'm, I'm sorry, so but I wouldn't bad. want no, you I to. Absolutely fuck it up. I throw your panties every time I've ever yeah. tried. I just throw them And I don't think you would know shit. how to press my clothes. Your clothes? Especially since you burnt you. the last pair of pants you yeah, did of yours. I, I did. still have that pair. I need a new pair. But it's like, it's not, I want you to do the things that I do. I don't want you to show me my own love language but it's like reciprocating acts of service or maybe i would even say like equate it to like gifts i'm not saying go buy me stuff but it's like no, the to. times that you've come home with flowers is like a big shock because that's not something that you do so it's like and you've said it before it's like I was at the store, I seen the flowers, I wanted to get them for you. So it's like, I don't want you to do the things I do, but I do want you to get the feeling of wanting to do certain things for me and then doing them. Mm -hmm. So maybe you went to go get yourself coffee one day and you're like, I want to get her a coffee and bring it to her. It's something that you wanted to do and you did it. So I don't want you to do the same things I do, though it would be nice sometimes. Mm -hmm. I want you to want to do certain things and then do them. Mm -hmm. And maybe that takes time. Maybe that takes work of you being more self-aware of. I think it's. I don't know. I think it's twofold. Self-aware. Absolutely. I am oblivious. There's no argument there. We both know that. Sometimes I get in my head and sometimes I get out in fucking space and I'm just not putting two and two together until afterwards. Mm hmm. Um, and others, I think it's, we do have peaks and valleys Yeah. and we get we in those valleys and, um, it's really hard to think in that space while in a valley. Yeah. And then of course you, you'll bring it up and it's one of those things I say all the time. You'll bring up, I want you to get me flowers. I want you to want to give me flowers. Well, I'm not going to sit here and just go get you flowers the next day because then it doesn't feel genuine. Mm -hmm. And so it's hard to find that because then it spaces out so far that I'm now back into my oblivious stage and I'm not even thinking in that. Mm -hmm. How did I do today with the shirt that I ran? I'm like, got you. It was a cute shirt. What does it say again? I don't even remember. Um, it's like, something so, about your mind. Yeah, as I take care of your mind. Like, be kind, be, to, your be mind. kind to your mind, yeah. yeah. I, I liked the feeling of the shirt. Yeah. It felt soft. 
It's like 95% uh, polyester and 5% spandex, something like that. Um, and then it was like, ah, well, she's she's always talking and you're always, you know, feeling about your mental state. And she's like always that. talking. She's always talking and stuff <laughs> like that. No, but you're always hard on yourself. You're always hitting yourself, not, you know, physically, but like more metaphorically, yeah. probably physically when I'm not looking. Sometimes. Um, sometimes. Um, you know, just like a nice little message to you. And it was soft. And you like soft, big, flowy shirts and shit like that. Yeah. So just random. Huh? Yeah, it's yeah. cute. It's not it flowers, nice. but I mean, I figured you'd get more use out of that than flowers. Yeah, and even our our daughter told us, you can wear this to sleep tonight. And I'm like, yes, I can. And then I put it on. And I'm like, okay, it's hot. I'm not wearing this. Right, right. So, all right. Well, that was a good talk. I enjoyed this talk today. Yeah. You? So I think the overall, um, what do you call it when you like, gather your thoughts from the whole podcast the takeaway, the takeaway. there Conclusion. we go i was thinking takeaway but then i thought takeaway that sounds like food because yeah, take out. god see there's what was the other thing that i said in the podcast? Well, it sounds like that i don't know fondle fondle god damn stop trying to find the takeaway i feel i have gotten from this podcast is this episode this episode of this podcast this episode of mom and dad after dark with Megan Dave. She said the thing. Is um I definitely grew up a lot more poor than you did. Oh, we've talked about that all the time and we'll probably talk shit more so later episodes. Yeah. But yeah. So he if anybody uh remembers, he mentioned PBS and we didn't have cable growing up. We had like the basic channels that you put that fucking antenna on top of the TV and those are the channels you get. And we had PBS, and that was what we watched for many, 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 like, many years. We until, had PBS until we my mom had PBS. money to buy cable. But like, and we, I mean, we didn't do well off, but I think it was a, a lot of, you know, I had, you know, two parents. Right? Yeah, you had two parents that worked very hard. Worked very hard to make sure we never felt yeah as poor as we were. Yeah. So we had cable, and so while I'm over here reminiscing about random childhood shows. I'm over here talking about this with you. And I'm like, you didn't watch this? No, we had PBS. No, we had I'm PBS. Like, PBS? That's it? Oh, my God. That was God. it. And I just, I just scoff at you. Like, I'm oh, like I'm some shit. I know I didn't have any, mu- you know, I didn't have much better. But, like, fucking, yeah. like, I had Cartoon Network, man. I had yeah, we didn't have that until we were, like, 12. <laughs> and like, I used PBS for, like, no, not even PBS. That was, that was WB. So it's still more, it was cable. <laughs> I love you. I love you. Uh, thank you for joining us here, uh, Mom and Dad After Dark. Um, stay, to, stay tuned for the next episode. Um, if we're at this point, you can like and subscribe on whatever it is or follow us. Uh, if there's a Q&A section of this podcast, absolutely contribute to that. Yeah. Uh, and uh, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.